Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm Winston Wolf. I solve problems. A spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. So, for the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men, this is Man Up. And welcome everybody. This is Man Up, Spiritual Oasis for Men, podcast number two twenty five. Hard to believe, and we're glad you're here. And where is here? Here is Sugarland, Texas. So grab globe, spin it around, bang. Not sure where you ended up, but spin it around, find Texas, South Sea side of Texas is Houston. Southwest side of Houston is Sugarland. We're not pastors; we're just regular guys, and each of us are on our own spiritual journey. We feel all men are leaders, leaders of your families. Uh, leaders at work, leaders in your church and community. But sometimes that lead dog needs to be fed and spiritually recharged, and that's why you're here. we are here. So whether you found us on Facebook, SoundCloud, where we archive all of our podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, our website, which is at man-upspiritualoasis.com or pray.com, we're glad you're joining us. And we're on this No Church Answers Tour and we're glad you've joined us. So uh, <clears throat> what we do here is we go through a basic ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, uh, or Sunday School lesson. We uh, update it. We peel it like an onion, different layers. And we have a great cast of men here and put a man spin on it as well. So we're going to go ahead and introduce the panel at this time. He's a former world-class policy writer, and uh, I, I'm fairly certain a current professional gambler. He's he's our producer, Mr. Steve Ditch. All right, Steve. Hey, Steve. And uh, he is a corporate trainer, kind of the group theologian. We call him the Professor Robert Koshu. Hello, Robert. Hey, Robert. And service and logistics guy, but I like to call him the evangelist. Earl Lloyd's back in the house. Hey, Earl. And... He is a, I guess I'd have to call you a former prosecutor, but uh, probably still an attorney. I'm still going to call you the judge. Michael Cropper. Did you Cropper. say a form Mike of a prosecutor Cropper. or a former <laughs> prosecutor? A form of a, right, right. He was a formidable <laughs> prosecutor. <laughs> and my name is Bill Cox. I'm basically a contractor salesman guy and uh, uh, basically the director of Man Up and uh, at this point in time, we are starting a new study, and I want to go ahead and uh, I'll turn it over for Steve to Steve Titch and give us a basic overview well, of what I'll, we're getting I'll, into. I'll just start by saying, you know, this is where we get to find out how the Bible is like the Marvel Universe. I say that because when, when WandaVision ran on Disney+, Plus and Loki ran, and even some of the movies come out, when, 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 the, when they were on Disney+, Plus, when each episode came out, within 24 hours, the web would light up whenever there was a new character introduced, and you'd get these fans tracing the history of that character, even to earlier movies or the comic book origins, and they'd run back, well, well, uh, Monica Rambeau, well, you know, she was a little girl in Captain Marvel, and now she's all grown up in, in S.H.I.E.L.D. In, in WandaVision, or... Or they name-checked Jane Foster, wow, or Bruce Banner. When, when Loki dropped, there was all sorts of information coming out about who was Kang the Conqueror, who was he who reminds, who was Ravina, Ravina, 
Renslayer, Ravenna Renslayer, and they'd point out, oh, well, she appeared in Avengers number 122, or then that, that character appeared in Thor 720. And, and this is, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, this is the way we're, we're going to find out, at least in this study of Judges, we're going to go back to Caleb. Now, I can imagine all sorts of Hebrew fanboys in the ancient times when they unrolled the scroll of chapter one of Judges, and Caleb appears, and somebody said, hey, wait, he appears in Joshua. And, and, uh, and this guy, Jephuna, he's you hear about him in, in numbers. Oh, wow. And all sorts of things. Now, I'm getting way too excited about this. But <laughs> it's okay to but, be that way. But about it's, 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 it's also, it demonstrates how interconnected uh, the Bible is and, and why context is important. And, and we find Caleb has an interesting story that meets its fruition here in, 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 in this first chapter of Judges, and we'll, we'll do more of that. Excellent. Uh, Earl, your basic uh, overview of uh, this first lesson in Judges. I, I, I like Tish's, uh, you know, I like his analyzation, but I'm going to go with the analyzation of how God took these 12 or 13 Judges and what it came from. And I like what I like to do is uh, see things how they... Uh, how God's strategic plan and what he did in reference to writing this story and then I like to I like to put that with the story that myself or just looking at some of you all stories and how God strategically you know got us up to this present moment he does some unique things in these 12 judges lives to um, have them fight for this particular piece of land that uh, he was going to give them and uh it's uh, what I like. One of the authors call it "fight for freedom," and uh, God's plan is just always perfect. And we'll get to see some of His uh, some of His work. And uh, you can take that same work that you see in these writings and put them into the work that He see that we see in our own lives. Excellent, uh, Michael Cropper. Your overview of this lesson. Yeah, this is the first lesson in the, the Book of the Conquerors. I think, like you mentioned, and and it is about Caleb, and. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Uh, Caleb is one of the most prominent influential Jews to leave Egypt. He's a later leader of the tribe of Judah. He was one of the 12 tribes uh, and spies, that is, Moses sent to reconnoiter, that is, militarily explore. I had to look that word up, guys. The land Gout. of Egypt. Scout. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. right. Intelligence. <laughs> and later, one of two sent by Joshua <laughs> to scout out mm-hmm. the city of Jericho. We got your word right. in there, Robert. Uh, he's brave humble and loyal. But here, here's what I want to get after. Steve, uh, Steve sets us up with some directives and some thoughts he, he provides uh, that we might talk about on the podcast. And, and, and two of them that he provided was that this is f- faith and fear. And I, I, I wholly identify with that. Caleb left Egypt with Moses, Aaron, and all the Israelites. Everyone, all the Israelites saw the hand of the Lord deliver Egypt uh, deliver the Israelites from Egypt with all the plagues. When they had left Egypt, he provided food for them out of thin air, which they call manna. He provided water out of thin air for them and actually would do through the streams and various uh, springs. He would provide shade for them during the day from the sun. He'd provide light for them by fire at night. All the Israelites had the opportunity to see these fantastic things God did numerous and numerous and numerous times. So when they came to the land of Canaan, the promised land 
which they were to enter because God had given it to them. Uh, he also told them to go into the land and scout it out. And, he, and Moses sent 12 people, one from each leader of each tribe, and they went into the land and looked at the land and the people and the inhabitants. And 10 of them came back with such fear that it routed all the Israelites. Two of them came back, who were Joshua and Caleb, with such faith and such promise that God rewarded them later. But those 10 people set up the fear in the camp of the Israelites so that they grumbled, and they had the opportunity to stop doing this, and they didn't do it. So all faced fear and faith, and two of them came back with faith, two of them, 10 of them came back with fear. So, and, and like I said, this, this is unique. The first lesson we're talking about, the first judge we're talking about is Caleb, and he's a, a great person to look at, and we can compare in our own lives with how we affect people around us. Bill? Excellent. Uh, Professor, your overview of this. I, I'm uh, just going to say first, you know, we're in Sugarland, Texas, outside of the city of Houston, Texas, where we are still playing baseball, baby. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, nice but, time. yeah, this is a very interesting, interesting period. So just to kind of historically set it up. So you have the Exodus. They wander around the wilderness for about 60 years-ish, depending. Joshua becomes the leader. They go conquer Canaan. There's about a 300 period where it's called the period of the judges. And then Saul, who we've talked about along with his protege, David, became king. So this is kind of the period right before before Saul. So That's a long period. Yeah, long, it is yes, a long it is. period. It is a long period. But the easiest way to think about this, if I'm going to steal Steve's analogy a little bit. This is the Captain Marvel movie <laughs> that was set up kind of before, you know, everybody all happened and showed up just to kind of set things up a little bit as far as what was going to go and how it was going to go. The judges are an interesting group of people. So most people, when they hear the word judges, they think we, Mike. We think of you Mike. Know, yeah, we think of Mike. <laughs> but, but the judges That's right. were... Mike is the 13th That's judge. Right. In, in the real world, they were That's all right. really... They were military leaders. Now, Joshua and Samuel, if you're counting them in the judges, and some people do, by the way then they are the exception to that because they were also the religious leaders. But the judges themselves that we talk about were all really military leaders and not just military leaders, but very specific. They were rose up for a very specific period for a very specific threat to handle that threat. And, and judges, it's an interesting cycle that it runs through with the sovereignty of God. Israel sins usually by idolatry. And basically that's related back to the original command from the Exodus and the covenant where you were supposed to go in and take possession of the land and kill everything and wipe everybody out. And oops, didn't do that. Then Israel cries out. God has mercy, fills a judge with the Holy Spirit to lead Israel and bring them back to God after defeating the enemies. And then Israel gets a period of rest. And then the whole cycle starts all over again <laughs> with it. And it's interesting because they're not really judges like we think about Mike, you know, and a judge sitting up there. They're really warlords. If you really look at them, they're warlords, you know, who raise up an army and do that. And I'm really, really excited about the overall stretch of judges. Uh, we are going to go off script and talk about my favorite So why judge. do they call them judges? The, the Samson, the Hebrew playboy. Because the judges, 
the Bible does. The Bible I know, says, I, agree, I, agree. I judge, you know, from this period to this period during the time, fill in the blank, mm-hmm. was judging Israel. And by the way, for all you guys out there here, women can't be preachers and leaders. Yeah, there's a female judge. Amen. Get over it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, and, right. and the best part about it is the female was going to let the guy handle everything <laughs> and he blew it and she got all the credit anyway <laughs> yeah. Amen. all right and uh with that i'm going to go ahead and i was just going to go a little different direction uh in this you got to imagine um the israelites they've been in captivity for 400 years and yet um they're uh, in a mere 60 years uh they go from being wanderers to being uh conquerors and to being soldiers to take over this land and then you have to imagine that once they've taken over the land they have to find a way to make the land productive so they have to become farmers and they have to become uh, people that live in close proximity of each other they're no longer nomadic they're no longer told what to do Mm -hmm. and so I think they need these judges to keep uh, to keep the peace among the people and to decide the decisions but it's it's going to take a couple of generations to go from being a people that were war a warring people and then that's going to have to die off to the people that are there that are settled that are more of agrarian and and that kind of thing so um and with that i'm going to go ahead and uh read the there there's two uh particular uh, scriptures reading and the first one's Joshua 14 uh, 6 through 12 now the people of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgal and Caleb son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said to him you know what the Lord said to Moses the man at Kadesh Barnea about you and me I was 40 years old when Moses the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt in fear. I, however, followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. So on that day, Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said this to Moses, while Israel moved about in the wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old, and I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified, but the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. And now Judges 1, uh, 1 through 2, 8 through 13, and 20. After the death of Joshua, Israelites asked the Lord, who of us is to go up first to fight against the Canaanites? The Lord answered, Judah will go up. I have given the land into their hands. The men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They put the city to the sword and set it on fire. After that, Judah went to fight 
against the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. They advanced against the Canaanites living in Hebron, formerly called Kiriath Abra, and defeated Sheshai, Ahaman, and Talmai. From there, they advanced against the people living in Deborah, formerly called Kiriath Sefer. And Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aknash in marriage to the man who attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer. Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. And so Caleb gave his daughter Aksa to him in marriage. As Moses had promised, Hebron was given to Caleb, who drove from it the three sons of Anak. I can't imagine what your daughter would say if you offered her up to get some <laughs> get a conquering of a land bill. <laughs> I have two daughters, by the way, also, but I brought that up two weeks ago. I was thinking that's funny. Bill says, I'll give Earl's you my daughter. Earl's got three. <laughs> Earl, he does have three. Well, can't imagine offering him up for property, but anyway. Hey, that 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 diary thing was a real thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it, really it was. was. You know, well, because because remember, agrarian society, family was a value. Now we all think of children as cost because I, I mean, I mean oh, yes. seriously, you, you know, run the numbers on what you spend on your children for daycare, college, cars. You say run the numbers. Medical care. <laughs> That's a lot of numbers. Clothing. The numbers that you run, what you call it, infinity. I mean, you just keep yeah. running those. Yeah. You but, don't stop. So but you didn't have to then, pay for college if you, yeah. if, you, if you gave them away, right? Yeah, there you go. But, but back then, the they more children asset. you had. They were an asset. The more yes. children you had were, yeah, no, they and were. Your sons they, were your labor. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The daughters your, ran the house. Is, and your daughters were... were the, the, were a dowry, were your, were, were another source of income. Yeah, because they were or a strategic alliance. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could you could marry them off to the to a wealthy or connected family, and then that meant you were connected. Or you know, they could be a reward for it. Right, but I think I think the big <laughs> the big thing about the roles of the these judges are, and these particular stories, are, uh, stories of courage. And people of faith, and it, it, you know, it's funny the the ones that had faith and didn't make it. <laughs> they didn't make it in the story either. Um, but I think what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to take these take these stories, and it may not be a mountain to an outsider, but it may be a mountain to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to have faith to continue to be diligent in. Uh, and the the other the, thing here, oh, go ahead. these stories can actually inspire you. The beautiful thing about Caleb, uh, you may mention one of you all may mention about one of the judges was a female. Well, Caleb was a Gentile, and uh, my yeah. dad, me yes. my dad, go back and, me and my dad go back and forth about mm-hmm. this. He don't believe Gentiles had a had a stake in anything, mm-hmm. and even Ruth was a Gentile, mm-hmm. but Caleb was a Gentile, and God used him and. It, and it, let me ask you this. Do you know what your name means? I asked my class this. Do you know what your name means? Well, Caleb's name means dog, mm-hmm. brave. And he had that dog mentality. When he was a spy, he went over there. Him and Joshua came back. They were the only two that was confident mm-hmm. that we could we could take this with the Lord. And, and the Bible made mention, according to the scripture that Bill read, 
Caleb was all in. He was in wholeheartedly with God. So he was he was all in. He was all in. So this that in itself is just ins- inspiring. Just just reading the story. Yeah, and with that, we're going to go back and uh, take our very first uh, break. And when we get back, we'll be talking more about dog. So uh, this is Man Up, podcast number 225. We'll be right back. Hey, pastors and church leaders. Are you looking to create an exciting program that will attract, engage, and inspire men in your congregation? Book a live Man Up Spiritual Oasis podcast for your next men's ministry event. Called authentic, gritty, and unexpectedly funny, Man Up has been delighting podcast listeners since 2017. We're not pastors, just regular guys willing to talk about scripture and how we can apply it to our personal faith journeys. Man Up is a refreshing alternative to predictable motivational speakers, offering your audience a chance to connect with everyday Christian men who don't settle for routine Sunday school answers. Interested in learning more? Visit man-upspiritualoasis.com or contact Bill Cox at liveshow at manupmedia.org. And now, back to the fellows of Man Up. All right, and with that, we're going to go ahead and get back. And, you know, I... I kind of agree with the fact about dog. If you think about the type of livestock that they probably had in that area, because it's an arid climate, they probably had a lot of um, goats and uh, sheep, whereas a dog would be instrumental uh, in helping you with that. So uh, dog, I mean, and it's kind of of funny, you know, it depends on the context of, of where you're at. You talk about people... Uh, you know, in suburbs now, they think of dog and they think of a fluffy little pet as opposed with a, a, a you know, a, a work animal or something. Or, or you know, you talk about, uh, you know, farm people or people out in the country, you know, you, you think of scrub, a scrubby old dog, you know. And so it has different context when you call, you know, a dog. So that was you idea. know, the interesting part of this when we first start off with Judges in the first verse it says, after the death of Joshua, the people asked the Lord, who are we going to send up first? You don't hear him mention Caleb's name. Mm-mm. He said, send Judah. Well, Caleb was a leader of Judah, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's why they, I guess it wasn't necessary to put in there that, that the Lord said, send Caleb and tribe of Judah. He just said, send the tribe of Judah. I've already prepared the people for them to conquer. Right. I, well, think, well, I think Earl's point was really interesting because... When the Jewish people were traveling in the wilderness, Amen. the Midianites, mm-hmm. Caleb's clan, his was an Edomite. Yeah, Edomites, Edomites. They 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 were they were tribe. Yeah. They were they were kinfolks of Esau. Yeah, uh, Jacob's there, brother. There there were several miscellaneous groups mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, for lack of a better term, became converts to Yahweh. Yep, they, <laughs> and followed Israel into. And it's interesting because. They're counted in the censuses in numbers, mm-hmm. and they're given an apportionment of the land mm-hmm. as if. And what's super interesting is, anybody recognize the land Caleb was given? It's very important land. It, like, again, it takes us back important. to the, you know, like the MCU <laughs> kind of. It is uh, the Anakites, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they are descendants of the Nephilim. Yeah, who who are the giants of yeah. the, the giants yep. in the earth of, of mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. earlier in Genesis and, and the land itself is Jer- includes Jerusalem. Yes, right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like yeah. we're we're gonna give you go go clean that up, and make it ready for us, <laughs> so we so, can have so it. So those sons of Anak that are are referenced at the end of this reading refer back to the 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 giants of Genesis. Yep. 
Two Wait. two points. I thought Mike. I thought uh, Robert might hit on this. That uh, when uh, the Israelites went over in that land, uh, they, uh, you know, they was they was they was mingling all with the all the people over there, and they, uh, Caleb's, they they absorbed into the tribe of Judah. You know, mm-hmm. they because they 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 start you know partying with them and uh, <laughs> uh, 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 serving their gods and things. So it's just like Ruth became a part of the Israelites. And remember when she said that uh, my God, will, your, your God will be my God, and your people will be my people. Well, Caleb, he kind of he kind of chimed in with the Israelites, and uh, he, you know, he he before you know it, he was and like I say, he had that dog mentality, and God loved his uh God loved his uh his willingness to to, to serve him Yahweh. Well, you can think of him as a mercenary though. Mm-hmm. Really? No, you don't no, think no. so? No, mercenaries for hire. He he may that's the way he may have started, but. Earl said that the scripture tells us he was he was all in. He believed in God wholeheartedly. Whole, whole heart, right. Whole and and he was not no his this way. In hey. fact, his leadership. I'm going to argue with you. His leadership okay. came out really early in the game. When, right. When he was for when he when he was on that mission, he he want he he said it's time to go, guys. And, and him, we, him we and Joshua, go back to our podcast. Him, him, him and Joshua were the only Joshua two that said two, only two, and the right. other guys were just afraid. They said, yes, that's all right. the giants there. <laughs> okay. And and God clearly wanted them to go, and because they grumbled, they, they ended up roaming around for 40 right. years. But right. and I mean, and then we get to we get to the, the this this lovely part of Joshua which you read where now apparently Amen. Caleb is eighty five years Amen. old. Amen. He's, he's still he, he, ready to go. He's yes. been not, not, not only that, not, not only that, he believed. He believed yes. when he was forty years old. Right. When they said that yes. that land was his, he believed that. Yes. Forty five right. years later, like you say, he was still, still believed. He, he believed so, on that word. So and when I, we believe on God's word, man, that that that's just inspiration. That that fills us up, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like you having a vision for. Right. Uh, uh, not only man up for for these podcasts twenty two hundred twenty five right. times ago, you had a vision right. of this, and 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 you 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 have, you've yet stopped. That's how Caleb was. He had a vision for what what God said he knew was going to happen. Well, and, well, I, and, I guess and, maybe I used the wrong well, mercenary as the wrong <laughs> term. But what I I meant to say is he he was a warrior, uh, and he was okay. I I want to okay. I want to say that he. Uh, he was glad he was picked to be the expedition. Exactly. He, he was, just, I mean, that is the kind of opportunity. Just like Robert said, just like Robert said, these were warlords, he's man. He's fit for that he, kind of opportunity. Yeah, but yeah, better yeah. Still, you know no, what I'm, I'm going to go one better than you because okay. this is really a man-up moment for Caleb. Yeah. You know, you're right. He, he, maybe he had the training, but, you know, God chose him. Amen. God Amen. Don't forget. Him. Maybe, yeah. maybe he was, you know, nobody, you know, maybe some people didn't like him. Obviously, <laughs> obviously he was good enough to get chosen to be on that right. mission. Yeah. But there Scouting, were, look, but, yeah. he, but his his point of view didn't carry the day. So right. that, well, you know, are we going to listen to the Kesanite over there? Or you can right. listen to me? That kind of thing. But but he manned up and he 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 knew. He, he got his opportunity. He didn't right. stay in the back. He's, you know, I'm ready to go, and he was ready to go then in in, in numbers, right. and now he's ready to go here, and he's just he's just waiting for the order, right? Nope. And, and so yes, and he was the right man, and God recognized him as the right man, not not seeing the fact that he wasn't born a, with with right. uh, from the tribe from the blood tribe of, of Judah he was he was an attachment he was adopted in he was adopted and and, in. and I think that's and, an important. Yeah, parallel for us as Christians, because with Christ we're adopted in, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but we the, the mem- we, 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 we the members of one body. We yeah, the members of the same of, body. But the same way, there's no question that Caleb was the leader of Judah. There's no question that he, he wasn't, okay, you're half Israeli. No, mm-hmm. he was the leader of Judah, yeah. mm-hmm. and they followed him. This is someone who basically mm-hmm. came in either shortly after he probably was not in mm-hmm. Egypt with them. Um, he came in with... Mm-hmm. The uh, came in with them into Egypt. He was assigned a spy, and and I love it because yeah, Earl's right, man. He is like all in, all in, man. baby, all in. I I saw it. It's great land. It's good. God is with us. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And him and Joshua were the only two that did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and everybody else was like, oh, I don't know about this. That's all the giants, and you know, he saw he saw the importance. And when they came back, when the twelve spies came back right. from viewing Canaan, mm-hmm. the land of Canaan. He saw the importance of squelching or stopping any fear right away. Oh. Y'all remember? He came back, and they, the ten of them says, first of all, he and Josh said, let's go get it. It's ours. God's giving it to us. The ten says, oh, no, we can't do it. We're grasshoppers. They have huge cities. They're large. They will absolutely destroy us and tear us apart. And then Caleb immediately stopped him and said, oh, no. Oh, no. We can go take the land right now. He didn't say wait. He knew the importance of focusing their minds off it, it, the fear, right? It, it's it's you know it's always the new guy. Yes, he, it takes you know, a new. We don't, we don't it, know, sometimes but, it takes but, a new guy. Here, here, That's here right. We are, it's here the we guy are. that the doesn't guy. go along with the group. He's the he's the one who's most passionate about it. He's mm-hmm. the one who says this is you know the Lord is with us. We he says every you know mm-hmm. we get together every Sabbath in the wilderness and we pray we praise and we ask for God's and God's God's deliverance and God's mercy. So, and God, certainly the strength of God uh, on our side. We saw that man in the Absolutely. wilderness. Are we going to cop out now? I mean, he's calling them out. Yes, That's, yes. And, and, and that is, you'll, you'll find that among new converts. And we don't know how long he was. Yes. But he was, he was not, as he was not blood, he was not blood tribe, which also is very significant because in in this time and age, blood tribes was was really important, and chances are socially, he he worked his way up to being commander of Judah. But it took him eighty five years, and socially he was probably on the uh, you know people were skeptical about him because he's not okay. He's adopted, but. He's not blind. Yeah, but he hung, but he hung around with Moses and Joshua. Yes, I mean so that's I think Moses. They, gave him some, they set the example. Yep. You know, this is the guy, and 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 so. No, no he yeah. had so much faith. Mm-hmm. He dove right in. And sometimes, the faith overcomes wisdom. <laughs> Right, y'all. Y'all have all seen a new convert, like you said, Steve, where he just dives into a, a battle without even saying, "What am I doing?" <laughs> the Lord is calling me to this. He dives in, and uh, anyway, right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. This is a man up spiritual oasis for men podcast number two twenty five, and we will be right back. You are listening to the Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men podcast. Originating out of Sugarland, Houston, Texas, USA, it's the faith-based man podcast that women enjoy too. Called authentic, timely, and unexpectedly funny, Man Up has been encouraging and entertaining audiences since 2016 and continues to be one of the fastest-growing shows in its segment. Want to book a speaker, show, or post a comment? Go to Man Up on Facebook or our website, 
www.man-upspiritualoasis.com. And now back to the No Church Answers Tour and the Fellows of Man Up. And welcome back, everybody. This is Man Up, Spiritual Oasis for Men podcast. Starting our new study, and this is the study of judges, and starting out with Caleb. And uh, now what, this is what we do here. We kind of update stuff. We put a man's spin on it. Now we're going to go ahead and try and uh, apply some of these uh, lessons that we talked about uh, to our own lives. And uh, start on get, uh, get the professor in here. This is all about believing God over fear. And, and I think, I, I mean, I'm looking at, so this is 2021. If anybody, we know people go and listen to our podcast from years past. So sometimes I like putting a date on it. So we're in October 2021. They announced today that Social Security is going to have the highest increase it has had in 10-plus years. It's going to get a 5.9% increase next year. Hey. Why? 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 Because inflation is through the roof. We're still dealing with the back end of a pandemic. The Taliban just took back over Afghanistan. China's flying stuff over to Taiwan on a daily basis. There's a lot to be fearful of in life. But how do we engage our faith to avoid that fear? And I think that's the message from Caleb. Because Caleb, he looked at it. I mean, he saw the same thing the other ten guys saw. He saw the giants. He saw the, the, the evidently they had great cities, which back then meant a ten-foot-high wall around five city blocks with a bunch of stone. But, but you know, and they had real armies. The Israelites, they really weren't an army yet. You know, they had, they had kind of, they, they were a militia. But yeah, they were not, they, they, they didn't have armies. They right. Were, yeah. They were a they, they had militia. Yeah. They had militia. militia. I, I want to together I, to fight. I want to <laughs> go, I want to go ahead and uh, do a, a quick U-turn about uh, if there's anybody out there that's not depressed after they heard uh, <laughs> uh, Professor Kosu do all the problems, the all do all the problems of fearing. Uh, in uh, modern day United States, uh, 2021, um, I like I want to give uh, people a tool to use, and it's called the stone and water. When a stone hit the hits the water, it produces ripples and ripples, and they go out farther, farther, farther. I want to make sure that everybody knows that I absolutely believe that you will positively influence that ripple that is right next to you because. You're here listening to Man Up. And those other farther ripples out there, like the ones that are out in Afghanistan and stuff, well, your positive influence may work that, and it may or may not, but don't let it ruin your day. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw that in as we get back to, uh, get back to Caleb. But, but, but I think that's the key. The key is how do you let your faith overcome that fear? And I think that's where the, the things we talk about, exercising your face muscle, where you are in the Bible, you're praying, you're doing corporate worship, you're serving, you know, how, however you serve. You well, know? also, what's in your lane? Yeah. What's, yeah. what's in your yeah. lane? I mean, me, me uh, freaking out about Afghanistan is going to do well, nothing and, but <laughs> hurt my day. Yeah. It's not going to affect what's going on there. Or any people there, and 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 
believe, you know, believe in the word. The word tells us God's not going to give us more than we are able to handle. He says he's going to give us what we need to meet our daily needs. Now, that's going to fly in the face of some of our current preachers out there because they want to say he's going to overabundance and overflow you. Yeah, whatever. Get over it. He's going to meet your needs. You know, and I think that recognizing that helps you get over the fear too. And, re- and it's, recognizing, it's locking in, yeah. Re- recognizing uh, the fact that he was wholeheartedly in, and if you wholeheartedly into God's plan, and go go through the, go through the plays that uh, Robert just called off: worshiping, praying, doing your meditation, doing your devotion, and just if that did, doesn't fill you with the faith that you're supposed to have anyway, I mean, and, and you wholeheartedly in that 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 inspires you, that that leaps you over. The Afghanistan, the, the the pandemic, and all of what, and then always always say this: go back to all of what God has brought you through. Just reminisce, go through the archives of your own life, of your own life, and see how He's brought you up into this present moment. And that in itself should propel you to just have faith to know that God is going to take you through all the little issues and, and circumstances and crises that uh, Rob caught you. Uh, uh, just named off. Be be wholeheartedly in, like Caleb. Like like I told you, this is just the beginning. All twelve of these individuals ha- have a have a unique uh, uh, a sense of inspiration that you can just draw a little a little uh, vibe from, or, or get, it, they got some contagious uh, a faith that you can draw from. And and, and, and go back to all though uh, um, the the verse that for we know that all things work for good to them that love God and to them that are, ca- are called according to His purpose. If you believe that, just like Caleb believed that that land was his when he was 40, even after he got to 85, he still believed it. And if you believe God's word from, from day one and still believe on all his promises, you 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 fine. You should be fine. Fear, the author speaks about fear again, coming back to that. And he says, uh, he says fear is contagious and faith is contagious Amen. as well. Amen. Yep. Amen. Now, when I was a new Christian or whenever I'd given my life to serve the Lord, I remember being around people who had fear and that tended to thwart my walk and with the Lord, my path and the Lord and what you have to do and what the guys are saying here, folks, if you get around negative people, they will throw you off mm. and they can produce a fear in you. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to choose the things as Robert has said, Steve Earl has said, it's up to you to choose the things that will block out the fear And it may be that you have to read the Bible, you attend church, you talk to friends, you call them up on the phone, talk with them. Those who are positive, in other words, get away from the negative people. It's like, what what did your parents say when you were little? Don't hang around with the wrong crowd. The same thing goes with our faith walk in the Lord. Don't hang around with the people that will will cause fear in you or tell you not to, to... to do what you know to do is right. Pray, read the Bible, attend church, uh, minister with your friends and brothers and such like that. Our, old, our former pastor, Pastor Phil, did say, turn off talk radio. Turn off the news. Get the information you need, but don't listen to it all day. Well, the, the thing is, and, and this, <clears throat> here's what I get out of Scripture, everything you know, along with everything you've said. When, when you really read Scripture and appreciate it, you also begin to see what's important. And I say that a lot. And, it's true. and you know, yeah, what's on talk radio isn't important. You, you, if you're, you know, getting angry over what some, some state senator said in some other state that, that really you don't even vote for, that doesn't even affect you, uh, 
that's and, and and we've talked about this before. Talk radio and Facebook—they're all designed to to give you that jolt. And you'd be surprised how many people—that's their only their only sense of living—is yep. when they're when they're mad about something. I mean, it's sad, but I think those are that's what drives well, those negative people. I'm feeling something. It's it's an unhappy emotion, but well, it's something. Yeah. I mean. I, the, yeah. the, 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 the Bible turns that all on its head and kind of, and, and, and certainly God does, I should say the Bible, but, but really a, a walk with God leads you to understand what's important. And, and I'm not, you know, it's not all roses and light for those who are, who are, are poised, you know, not necessarily believers. You're not, you, you know, it's not happy, you know, running through flower places. You know, you, we do get scared about things. Um, we worry about our children. We worry about if, if we're sick. There's there is some fear there, but what I think you get from God is perspective. That a lot of stuff we worry about in this earthly realm doesn't matter. It's it's all about keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like we talked about in our two flamethrower podcast. Mm-hmm. By the way, mm-hmm. thank you for our new listeners who commented and mentioned to that about those two podcasts but it it is it's about keeping what's the main thing the main thing is like steve said god's in control god is control you know control and 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 when you start getting all wound up because hey it's easy to get wound up you know take a deep breath wait 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 god's got this you know i gotta do what i gotta do but sitting and worrying about it you know it's it's the philippians chapter be anxious Mm -hmm. for nothing Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, sitting and worrying about it ain't solving it. Ain't solving it. I think it's also about uh, patience because he had the first idea 40 years before. 40 <laughs> years before, and he was patient enough to wait. And I can tell you that, I mean, and, and the books of the Bible, they're all the same. What's different is me. And the age and the and where I am in my life when I read this stuff, and I can tell you, I was not patient as a young man. I'm even less patient now, and so that's one thing about this lesson uh, that it teaches me. And also, you're equipped. You you are equipped when you find that sweet spot. He was patient, and he did get a swing. Mm-hmm. And he went for it, you know. And and and, and I—that's the lesson for us. And look for it, look for it in your life. Um, Go back to something Steve mentioned. Uh, it, it, it's very true, and I, I know this is repeating what what he said. But folks, do not listen to YouTube and conspiracy theories, and do not listen to fear. I, I say that, yeah, Robert's laughing over here, yeah, but, but I have a true. brother who's involved with it. And, I, I, I'm and, laughing because and he's so true. It's par- He's paranoid because he's been listing so many things about the government is all behind all sorts of things that are happening. They're behind the flu that we're experiencing, and it's set up to get rid of old people and all sorts of things. And, and, <laughs> and oh, folks, you can find whatever. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, or not. You can find whatever you want on YouTube. You can find anything to support your theory for fear and if you keep on you will lose your mind practically or it will control your mind don't do it like steve said like robert says like bill earl turn it off 
right? If you find your mind getting confused, you find your mind is getting fearful from whatever you're listening to, or and, and, and music can be that way, right? Guys, you know that from uh, uh, some of the, uh, uh, the heavy metal bands and everything mm-hmm. that, 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 that scream and yell, and, and some even taught uh, whether a person was killed during Symphony for a Devil with the Rolling Stones years ago. Don't, don't listen to that stuff. Rolling Stones. But anyway, anyway, but what? Rolling Stones didn't quite miss. You, yes, just psychedelic drugs at the time. Yeah, be, yeah, be really no, careful. Avoid, yeah. avoid, avoid Altamont. So, so Striper was okay then. All turn right, off the TV, <laughs> turn off the radio, turn off the, the trash. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And uh, Earl Lloyd, uh, how about a couple of takeaways from this week's uh, well, podcast? Well, I'm going to use your term. I'm a U-turn. I'm a U-turn in reference to turning off the negative stuff. And a lot of times you can watch the news and uh, you can listen to all of that what's going on out there and say, wow, all of that was out there and God kept me had a fence all around me. And you can you can look at, at that perspective in reference of just gaining faith. And number two, a lot of times you watch football, and a lot of times, and even just watching Astros, and you hear these guys just drawing uh, inspiration off each other. I mean, you get a guy yeah. on the field, and they and you see them hyped up, and you see them making plays, and that, that energy, that energy, it translates. Well, it's the same way in, in, in this journey, in this ministry that we own. You can just see, you know, you see bills, and you see 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 Tish uh, uh, exuberant and their energy. That 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 that. That, that's contagious. That's contagious. So sometimes you just look at other Christians and uh, see their persona and see the impact that they uh, uh, are leaving. And uh, you want to, you know, just like the jailer who asked Paul, and this is the kind of lives that we should be living. The, the jailer who asked Paul when Paul was, and Silas was in jail, what must I do to get some of that what you all have? That is awesome. Michael Cropper, a couple of takeaways uh, from you as we wrap up. Yeah, we, we didn't really touch on it, but, but the, uh, one of the lesson notes and thoughts that we've talked about is the lesson is about mentoring, right? You have Moses who mentored Joshua, who mentored Caleb as well. That means he taught them, he, li- he led them, he was an example for them. Uh, what he taught them, you can either take it or you can leave it. And they took it, those two particular guys took it. Um, the author made a great statement at the very first of our lesson, and we've ta- you guys have been talking about this. Each of us today will either be conquered by life or we'll be conquerors in life through the power of God. I think that's absolutely amazing. It's so true. You're either going to get run over or you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be victorious in what you do. The author also made another couple of statements on page 17. He says... Uh, uh, pardon me, page 18. He says, Caleb, who we talked about, became the uh, the father-in-law of Othniel, or the mentor to Othniel. As I had said, Moses was mentor to Caleb. Caleb now is the father-in-law to Othniel, his brother's son or his nephew. Caleb did what the older generation should do, and that was, and you guys have said this very clearly, inspire the next generation to serve God and to trust God wholeheartedly for fear is contagious, but so is faith. And then finally, folks, as men up, uh, as men and and uh, man up, our lives are going to serve as examples. Mm-hmm. People are watching and learning to live in faith or live in fear, 
by observing our lives and how we react to the things happening in the world around us. So by all means, folks, react in faith or don't react. All right, Bill. Excellent. Uh, I'll go ahead and let you uh, follow that, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> it, it really is, I think, as Caleb did, looking and maintaining your relationship with God. Now, I like girls new. Follow the playbook. Follow the playbook to exercise your faith muscle. You know, worship, study, prayer, service, you know, fellowship with other Christian men. You know, follow those things to let those things inspire you so that you have the faith to overcome your fear. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to talk about service for just a super quick moment. Find your niche. Mm. because not everybody has the same niche of service. I have a service. I like to hang out with our young people. I went on the retreat this weekend with them. I guarantee you not everybody wants to go hang out with teenagers for an entire weekend. <laughs> you know, and I know that, and I recognize it, but I like it. That's one reason why I refuse to kind of give it up, because <laughs> I like it, I'm good at it, and I enjoy doing it. You know, find your niche for service. I think, you know, be it... Bill likes to go feed the homeless. Well, that, that takes know, just away the, the, the temptation yeah. to be self-absorbed or the te- the tendency to fall into yeah. self-absorbed. Yeah, a- 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 you're, absolutely. You're, you're outwardly focusing yourself. You, you take yourself out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone a little bit because it is something different, but find the way to serve because when you exercise that faith muscle with all those pieces, it lets you totally avoid that fear that mm-hmm. can come when you see all the things Amen. because you have had as bill says you've built up your faith credits amen excellent uh, mr steve ditch I, i'm going to to wrap up by going off on a well, not really a small tangent but someone looking looking at this and looking ahead i'm going to throw in a few words about violence in the bible uh we've been talking about the whole the whole story we've been talking about is a conquest and we read in the in the um in the in the passage, the whole you know, Jerusalem you know, t- cities are burned, people are put to the sword. Uh, these are among the most violent stories in the Bible coming forward. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get R-rated violence. We get a tent peg through a skull, a sword driven to the hilt through a belly. Uh, we we skipped in this chapter one uh, the passage about the the conquered kings having their thumbs and big toes cut off. That's a very cruel punishment when you think about it. And, you know, you, you, you can't walk and you can't pick up any things. And, and it's something the Israelites did to their enemies. But so I'm going to leave it at this. Um, these stories are lessons in good and evil. And these, I'm going to get half our, our listenership mad at us. These stories are somewhat tales of the mighty heroes of Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're somewhat mythic. And since I began with Marvel, I'm going to close with Star Wars. We have this this modern myth of Star Wars. And what happens in Star Wars? Planets are blown up. Space stations are blown up. And if you get into some of the latter-day stuff uh, that they filled in, like the Clone Wars animated series and the Rebel series, there's some real violence in there. Uh, and, and it's somewhat, you know, are these good guys or bad guys? We don't know. Uh, we're, they're, they're good guys, but they're doing bad things. So uh, it's, uh, let me leave it at this. It's one thing to understand judges as God breathed revelation that God is faithful 
and will deliver us from evil if we trust and obey and will give us the strength to overcome the obstacles in our daily lives. And that's what we've been talking about for this podcast. It's another thing to believe that these stories mean that we should engage in a literal jihad, Mm -hmm. killing non-believers, which we heard, unfortunately, from Christians in the days after 9-11, that they saw one particular religion as evil, and many said we should put them all to the sword or all to the nuclear bomb. That's not how we read judges, people. We read it not as a literal call to violence and killing of non-believers, but I, a revelation of God's grace and mercy to us mm-hmm. when we fall. When we deserve it. <laughs> and we'll continue that in the coming weeks. Wow. Well, uh, I'm going to go in a little different direction <laughs> than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just wanted to close up by this is, is saying that uh, <clears throat> if you have knowledge, share your knowledge be a mentor and if you have a mentor pay attention to that mentor because then not only will you be blessed but your mentor will be blessed and your mentee will be blessed and everybody gets a win out of that and with that thanks so much for tuning in this man up spiritual oasis for men podcast 225 and on behalf of our producer mr steve titch Michael Cropper, Robert Koshu, Earl Lloyd. My name is Bill Cox, and we're on this No Church Answers Tour. And check out our new YouTube channel. Additionally, uh, <clears throat> whether you found us on Facebook, SoundCloud, where we archive all of our podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Pray.com. If you have a question or comment, you can go to our Facebook page or man-upspiritualoasis.com and post it there. And if you're unable to attend a church... Check out the Sugarland Baptist streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and sugarlandbaptist.org. Starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go and go and participate and find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or Sunday School class that can you can join for in-depth discussions like this and find one that is men only. And if there's one... Start one. This is Man Up. You've been listening to Man Up. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Dedicated to the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flame through to this place. You can contact us on Facebook under Man-Up. Post questions, and we'll answer them right here on the Man Up Podcast.